2: You're all about your San Francisco 49ers And
0: this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more and more. Welcome to the 415 Hosted by Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy
2: What's going on everyone? Welcome back into the 415ers podcast Coming at you three times a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy with you as always How you doing Mark? How we feeling here on a, a little hunt
1: day for the 49ers? I'm, I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? Should be a, a fun week of a football talk once again. Maybe the the most important game of the year coming up for the 49ers. You can make that maybe the most challenging game of the year coming up for the 49ers against these Dolphins. Should be a lot of fun.
2: I think both apply. No, I think you're onto something there. I mean, this is a game that I mean, we kind of talked about it after the Saints win. And you're looking at the rest of the schedule and you're saying there's not a ton of teams left that are going to be you know, maybe um, statement victories, but with an 8-3 and Miami Dolphins team coming into town, this is certainly one that you're kind of penciling and saying, look, this this is a barometer game. Like, we got to see who we can maybe stack up against. The Miami Dolphins right now are the second seed in the AFC as things currently stand via the tiebreaker. And you also got Mike McDaniel coming back. You also got, uh, Raheem Mostert coming back, who we're going to get into. You got Jeff Wilson Jr. coming back. There's a lot of connections. So um, from multiple angles, no, I'm with you, Mark. This is an important game, maybe the most important game of the season for the 49ers.
1: Yeah, and we'll talk way more about individual matchups and how these teams you know, will try to battle against each other. But the story around the NFL and specifically in the NFC is the 49ers defense right now and now you throw maybe the best offense in the NFL at them, especially the best passing offense in the NFL at them, it's going to be a fantastic matchup. You have just strength on strength, and not just strength on strength, but literally the best defense against the best offense in the NFL. It's going to be a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, it is, and I think that's why a lot of people on the 49ers side with their top-tier defense are, I don't want to say expecting – a a supremely deep playoff run, but it was interesting. The kind of calls that, that we got on 95 seven, the game on Monday after the 13, nothing victory, it seemed to surround this feeling that, you know, the 49ers want, they want to use this defense, obviously to, to get to a super bowl. It's always, uh, you know, the, the, the the quest for five, the, the fifth super bowl, but like, but you, I think there's this feeling now, Mark, that a lot of fans with, the amount of weapons they have on offense. And of course, with the number one unequivocal defense that they have, th- there seems to be this feeling like you don't want to squander that. Like you you don't want to, you know, let this opportunity go to waste with how wide open the NFC is and with how great of a defense is being able to potentially neutralize some of the top tier offensive forces in the AFC, like a Miami. Um, the The chiefs to me are a little bit different because this hasn't, been the fully formed team now that it was a few weeks back against Kansas City. Um, but but do you feel like it it's it sort of shifted the conversation has with the 49ers from all right, just get in, just get into the playoffs to now this might be a Super Bowl or bus type season?
1: I I'm not sure that I would necessarily say that this is a Super Bowl or bus season, but what I will say is I think this is the 49ers' best chance to win a Super Bowl. Um that they'll have in the next handful of years because there's just so much uncertainty around the quarterback position moving forward. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I think we we had a, a relatively long spirited discussion about it just a week ago. I mm-hmm. think talking about, the future of the 49ers quarterback position. What does Jimmy Garoppolo's performance mean moving forward? What does it mean for Trey Lance? Uh, could there be a different veteran in here for the 49ers next year? I think that part of this conversation is what makes this year maybe not necessarily Super Bowl or bust. I mean, you could say that this team getting to the NFC Championship game, getting to the Super Bowl, but maybe not quite completing the deal. I'm not sure you could call that like a failure. And maybe by that definition, the season isn't a bust, but I think you'd be missing out on probably your best chance to come home with the Lombardi that you're going to have in the next handful of years just because of that uncertainty. Obviously, things can change. Maybe in a year from now, the 49ers are in a great position with their quarterback. Maybe there's something that we don't quite know about yet that. That might make itself known. Maybe Trey Lance bounces back from his injury and is phenomenal. Maybe they get Jimmy Garoppolo back and they're able to keep around their stars. And this is a similar season next year. But you have all of that right now. So this season, to me, is the best chance that the 49ers have at winning that Super Bowl just because you don't have nearly as many variables to you know contend with right now than you might have in the future. So I don't think I'd go as far as saying it's a Super Bowl or bust season but certainly in my mind it's pretty clearly the team's best opportunity to win one uh, that they've had in a while and probably the best opportunity they will have to win one in in, in a few years in the future as well
2: yeah no I, I'm with you and I think reading into to those comments along with some that you've made earlier in our you know four one fivers infancy it's like <laughs> if, if you're looking at the window right this this uh, this feels like kind of the apex of that window. Um, with, you know, Trey Lance still being on a rookie contract, but being able to still go out and make moves, splash moves like a Christian McCaffrey type yeah. deal to me that makes this season. And I, I don't know if people ever toss this phrase around, but it is conference title or bust. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do I'm, think- I'm
1: not sure we, we hear that phrase quite as often.
2: No, and, and honestly, I don't know why, Mark, because I, I know it's not as as sexy. It's not as grabby as Super Bowl or bust. It, it sounds a lot like second place or bust for a lot of people because you're not taking the next step. But I do think it is an NFC that is winnable for the 49ers. And with the way that they've looked over the last month, the way they've looked over the last four games in which they've all won, they, to me, have looked like the best team in the NFC. I know that you can make the you know you can make the argument that their resume is not as impressive as Philadelphia maybe even Minnesota uh Dallas I mean all of those teams have better wins on their resume this season and some have have better records or all all three of those have better records but the 49ers to me ha- have established themselves they're playing their best football right now they they are peaking in what appears to be the right time heading into December, in which you need to be playing, in my opinion, a style of football that is physical, that is defense first, and that can more importantly travel, even though we won't get a chance to see it as much down the stretch of the season, they are playing the type of football that carries into the playoffs and I mean, carries a team deep into the playoffs. So that's why I would say it is conference title or bust. I cannot put them above Kansas City. I cannot put them above maybe even Buffalo. But I I, I can make an argument that the way that that they play, they could go into any building or depending on how the rest of the, the season pans out invite any team into the NFC from the NFC into Levi's Stadium and walk out of there with a victory. That's why I, I fall a step short of Super Bowl or bust, but you know, whatever you want to call it, I am a conference title or bust believer for the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's make noise in the postseason or else. That that's that's kind of the the story for the 49ers. I think something that you mentioned is is another reason why 49 er fans kind of have this mentality and it's you know the team's big moves. it's it's the move to get Christian McCaffrey. It was the move a couple of years ago after Joe Staley's retirement to go and track down the best left tackle in football as Joe Staley's replacement. You went and got Trent Williams. it's it's all the talent that this 49ers team has and not all of it was gained through the draft. These are stars, superstars on this roster. And every time the 49ers franchise makes a move like that, the Trent Williams acquisition, the Christian McCaffrey acquisition, you could even make the case that the the, uh, draft pick of Trey Lance falls in that category, although it wasn't for a proven star. It was for a guy you were hoping was going to be a star. But those moves all move the needle forward in terms of expectations for a fan base. And up to this point, you haven't quite you know, gotten that Super Bowl yet. You came very close in 2019, that 2020 Super Bowl, when you fell to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Last year, you fell a step short in the NFC Championship game and uh, ultimately weren't able to get the job done. And now, as we talk about with the window, with all of the giant contracts that they have, with the uncertainty around their quarterback positions upcoming in the future and in the very near future, that makes this season – a very, very good chance. And if you don't get it done this year, it's really an unfair standard. But if you don't get it done this year, you will hear factions of the fan base start, you know, not even start, they already are, be upset and very frustrated with Kyle Shanahan and this 49ers team. If they go to the Super Bowl and they lose on a last second field goal, they're literally as close as you can get to a Super Bowl championship, but they don't get it done this 49er fan base will not be happy. And that's just the the sad truth and the fact of the matter. If you're not winning Super Bowls, it doesn't really matter how close you get for a team like this that has all this talent. So I think that's the situation the 49ers are in. It's because they have gone out of their way and for good reason to make this team as good as they possibly can. You now better go and back it up with a Super Bowl.
2: And it does come off as sounding like, I think a bit of, child or spoiled child syndrome. But when you've gotten to the mountaintop before and you felt the, the disappointment, uh, the pain, whatever fans feel, you know, when, when their team goes through a gut wrenching loss by three points, by 30 points, whatever, like you don't want to feel that again, even if it means, finishing the season on a seven game win streak or you know, eight game win streak and riding high into the playoffs as a two seed, uh, as Mark believes that, that they will still be able to do yep. um, th- there's a lot to love heading into the playoffs. But if it all ends in, you know, like, well, the scenario you just laid out, uh, if it lays out, if it's ends in calamity, then, then yeah, you're not feeling so great, but I, I do wonder like, <laughs> It, it's sort of hard to, at one point one point, feel optimistic, which, which I do. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I, I feel like the Niners are setting themselves up, injuries aside, to be a player for the Super Bowl, which is really all you can ask for. Uh, but that's, that's also part of the, the problem is that they've been here before. And they've been in this situation in more of a driver's seat spot, obviously in 2019, and they came up short. And so I do think fans are undergoing that kind of like mid-season, mid-season to late-season transformation of, you know, is, is it going to be here we go again, or is it going to be different this time? And are we finally going to crack the code? Like that? that's, I think, kind of what a lot of fans are wrestling with.
1: I, I think the other factor here. Is you have seen, if you're a 49er fan, one, you've seen your team get close. It's not like this has been a fan base that has just been deprived of success. I mean, this is a team that went to the Super Bowl under Jim Harbaugh, you know, a decade ago. that had some down years, of course, some, some really bad lean years. But they've been to the NFC Championship game what, three years under Jim Harbaugh, two years under Kyle Shanahan, five times in a decade plus. Like, this has been a team that has been really, really close to winning it all multiple times recently. But when you don't get it, you kind of get that that bigger hunger for it. And then not only did they, the 49ers, not get it, but two teams in their division have, and two teams that they've been their biggest contenders with. The Seattle Seahawks got a Super Bowl and almost got another when you were the team that should have been winning Super Bowls in that era. The last year, the Los Angeles Rams, they got a Super Bowl championship when the Niners felt like it should have been them. And to make matters worse, they beat you, the Seahawks and the Rams beat you both times on their way to those those Super Bowl wins. So it's not only the fact that you fell short, but it's that your biggest rivals in your division that you meet every year and who fans despise, they got it done. So you see opponents do it, you see rivals do it, and your team falls just a little bit short. All of that, I think, kind of adds in and is a reason why 49er fans feel so adamant that their team needs to win it all this year.
2: Yeah, and I guess the only issue with this year would be uh, along the road, they won't have a chance to exercise some of those playoff demons just because of how absolutely awful, the Los Angeles Rams have been. (laughs) Uh, They are an abomination, and I would go so far as to say I was looking today, the worst Super Bowl winner to follow up the year after. And I know there have been some teams, especially even throughout sports, that have fallen off harder than, than the Rams have, but not with the approach that the Rams have taken, which is we largely have the same team and even with the addition of Bobby Wagner, you could argue they might have gotten a little bit better. Uh, Talent-wise, obviously not as far as the record is concerned. Sorry, I had to take the, sh- the shot at the Rams there. Uh, <laughs> but, and, and, and the Seahawks are starting to falter, too. Right now, they're outside of the playoff picture as things stand. Uh, but obviously, it's going to come down to, a, to a potentially a late-season
0: matchup with the 49ers. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,